Coming directly from the horseshoe crab capital of the world. Get a leg up and get ready for the hydrant. And now, a man who once played kazoo for Rage Against the Machine. Your host, Jim Cooper. Okay, let, 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 before this gets completely out of control, <laughs> just do a quick intro to say hi, everyone. But we're doing this for Get Miked and the Ultimate VO Survivor Contest, which is coming to a head very shortly. And so let's, I wanted to get these two together. My masochistic streak would just wanted to do this <laughs> to see what would happen. And uh, so, ladies, How's it going with the with the contest? I know we're recording this a little bit before, but how's everything going? You just had your first live broadcast. How did that go? Yeah, we did. Well, we definitely had some technology issues. <laughs> we, we, I mean, it's a work in progress because we're working with a new OBS team this year. Last year, I ran it, which was just wrong. And so now we have uh, a new team joining <laughs> us. So we're just working out some of the bugs. But we ended up doing a bonus episode. Ellie wrote this phenomenal script that had all the genres mixed into one. And we were the idea was to just pick one winner from that. But we just couldn't. Some were produced, some weren't. And it was a really hard match. So we held a bonus episode to kind of go there. And and one of our poor talent, Noah Sandler, had got booted out of Zoom. So he didn't even, he waited two hours to go last. Then he got booted out. So we're cutting that in. So definitely a technological, a technological craziness. But otherwise, you know, the, the talent are very happy. We had a ton of fun. We did pick our winner out of that episode, which was Kira O'Brien, which was really cool. cool. It was really, I mean, you know what was really cool about that episode I found? I don't know if you felt the same, Ellie, but for me, it was definitely a woman's show. I mean, the women just kicked ass in that show. And then two of our newbies were some of the better men in there, not to knock the other men. They did a great job, but for two newbies to kind of get up there and kick ass the way they did, which included Noah, actually, it's just he had his own private audition with us instead. So it was really quite astounding because when you're doing a lot of DJ announce and promo, you really expect the men to kind of be the the forefront in that, at least I would. And so it was really quite surprising. I thought it was a great show. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell was that that's it that's yeah. where i'm gonna live today right like De i'll let just let deb go she's good at it right like that's <laughs> what i'd say anyway poor ellie she gets technology nightmares at 24 7 so she's it's just, i've got a heart out and i'm like i'm gonna go i'm just gonna let you go yes it's a technological nightmare and everybody's got an opinion and everybody wants to share it and all it is is in an effort to give back to the voiceover community uh that's a free initiative where uh, we're not getting paid and we put in exponential amount of hours into supporting um, the cause. And, you know, people get to the point where they feel, yeah, the judging <laughs> from the other side gets really interesting about how things are being done. It's a give back initiative. It's not meant to be anything else. So, you know, when if things go wrong and things get, you know, misconstrued or people wish things to be better or different, it's like you've got to remember this is this is done 
to give back to the VAs of the world. That's the reason that we're doing it. So to get bent out of shape about anything is, uh, you know, it's like it's fun. It should be fun. Because this all came about during the pandemic, right? You would just, you know, the survivor and get mic'd was just like, okay, we got to make sure people aren't losing their freaking minds here. Well, it's not even just that, actually. We learned through COVID that we became an essential service. Voice acting became an essential service. Mm -hmm. And so we were almost the only performers of, of the arts, period, that were working. And so that was a huge feather under our cap as voice talent. And so we wanted to do something that celebrated and showcased the voice actor, which is why we do it on camera, because most people in the world don't know what a voice actor is. They don't know what we do. They don't know why we do it. And so we wanted to have an opportunity to do something that gave back to the talent that said, hey, let's celebrate everything that we've done. And so we were only supposed to do the one season and then... In high demand for the second season. I swore I'd never do it again, ever, ever again. And then we were asked to do it for a third season, which we did this time. And now we'll go back to, yeah. Well, and it's like, Deb, you know, Deb just literally wants to slaughter me because I come up with these crazy ideas that go way beyond and above all of this. I'm always saying to her, we should do this. We should do this. And reluctantly, she always goes, Oh, oh, yeah, because, <laughs> oh, because it always involves supporting things. But the time required, like what folks don't understand is it is a beast, a beast. to create something like this. And, you know, we are not technically, Deb is way better than I am, but even still, it's it's painfully extensive. Well, eight and, months of our lives. And, and it never ends. Like it continues. Yeah, we had our first show. And, you know, that was an additional show that I said we should do. And Deb's like, oh, why? Please, no, please don't. Because, <laughs> but I was like, but it's it's fair, right? That yeah. It's like, well, no, you know. We really couldn't I, just choose one. It's very difficult to be in the judge's seat. And I think that's great for talent to to pay attention to because it's so difficult to watch 1,821 auditions and then narrow that down to one or two. And, and guys, it, it's so like everyone's a winner and it's so painful. Uh, like I, I literally get depressed when we're adjudicating and we're judging after the fact with the judges about who's in and who's not and why. Because authenticity, you can't say one person is better creatively than another. We're basing it on an institutionalized kind of look and creativity is shouldn't be institutionalized. So it gets so insane to say, well, actually that's the winner. When you've got people where you go, I can't, oh my God, that well, that person's good because of this reasons and that person's good because of this reasons and you're weighing ridiculous institutionalized weights to judge a thing that is literally creative it's like deb said you know you had 20 year olds up against emmy award winning i mean and they're in it and they're so close and you're going i got what's happening like really it's shocking when given the opportunity to play in this forum, and that's what this is. It's a play. Yeah, I mean, you're playing. It's not like, oh, it's a job that I'm doing. It's it's this, wow, I got picked to be on the team. You're already on the team, gang. You're all on the team. If you're auditioning, you're on the team. Mm-hmm. If you get in, it doesn't matter whether you score or not. You, the team is winning. And, okay, and so I don't now think you've, you've, you've created this beast, as you call it, that, that seems to be growing exponentially. 
you guys obviously aren't going to do this forever. <laughs> what's what's the next step? I mean, well, uh, assuming there's really, going to be another one, how do you guys not lose your sanity? What we're hoping is that we, we wanted to create basically American Idol for voice actors. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we had a green light to do a show for that many years ago, and we kind of let that subside for a moment, came back into it. And then now they weren't looking for competition reality. So we wanted to prove, no, look at the demand for this. There is a demand. People want this. We deserve a spot because voice actors are not credited like look i mean maybe in the animation and the gaming you might see some credits at the end but for the most part no one knows or cares who did the commercial instead of they fast forward through it but yeah. anything anything that has a voice is a potential opportunity for a voice actor and one thing we learned through this especially this year even last year as well but this year there's a lot of especially the younger generation many producers out there who want to produce yeah. little films little features mm. and so we got to watch that this isn't just about voice actors, actually. This is the all-around actor, theater, film, uh, uh, live YouTube, streamers, all the youth of, of today. So there's a home for us, and that's what we're hoping to create is that platform. And, and you know, the, the, the fear is, you know, as certain folks in the industry are discussing, is that AI is taking over within the next five years, and we're having in big discussions about that. And I see why, because I hear dead people talking. And what has happened with the advent of um, devices, I mean, the young crowd have lost any acceleration in expression to desire because they put emojis on everything and they talk in digits. And there's this lack of, you know, love, joy in expression that changes us when we're inspiring others. And I think, yes, AI will take over because what we're hearing at the microphone now is a deadening. And I don't, I just mean that we've been Mm. institutionalized to go to, I don't know what I feel. I'm alone in my studio. I am self-taping. There's no director. There's no team. I'm kind of self-creating. And it's, look at us. We're on a digit right now. We're a digital device. We have technology. We go to this dead place. And I feel that, This kind of a show, because we're screen-oriented now beyond a shadow of a doubt, Mm. and, you know, people will watch for a certain number of minutes, and they'll click, because all we do is click, 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 click. Our addiction, our pornography, as it were, is looking at what is being said on the screens now. Well, when the dopamine hit starts to wear off, you click and get a new dopamine hit. That's exactly right, Jim. And so our job, I feel that, you know, Get Might is responsible to awaken and celebrate not only humanity as an audience because they're part of the team and they have fallen asleep too, but to recreate the inspirational storytelling that we have, we longing for sitting around fires and singing and dancing and sharing fable. We, that's what we long for. And we're stuck in this technological world that has removed us from all of that. How do we get back in? Well, we've got to use the digital device because that's how people are communicating now. Yeah, it's so not going we, away. So. No, it's not going. So we can pretend, oh, we want this sucks. We said, you know, Deb and I did a big retreat in person and it was, filled with bounty and so successful because people don't come together anymore. Yeah. You know, they don't go to live theater anymore. They might go to and, sports. And even when still. they do, even when they do, it's all sell, sell, sell. We're not yeah. looking to sell, sell, sell. We want to engage, engage. Yeah. 
engage. And, you know, we're, we're talking about this and what popped into my mind, and I'm really going to show my age here, is <laughs> I remember going through the uh, 1963 World's Fair and, right. and had the big displays that had the animatronic characters, which Disney was big on. And I'm sitting here thinking, you know, that's not much. We're not far away from all these robots that particularly are being made in Japan that look semi-lifelike. They're going to end up doing theater. Oh, yeah. These, and it's just like, holy crap, this has been going on for 70 years and we're not paying attention to it. Exactly. Well, we've watched it happen and we've kind of we've kind of let it happen. And now we find ourselves the voice actors and I, which are to me just actors. We are always characters. We're caring actors. A character is always present. We, you know, that is our job with an audience. But we've absolutely pulled ourselves I think as far as we can possibly go, which is, you know, where is the live show? Where is the live, you know, we find it in conventions, which is why Deb and I are doing the, the you know, the finale mm. at Neo Atlanta live. And yes, it's going to be uh, filmed, but the hope is that the audience that are all VAs and people in the industry will go, oh yeah, and actually connect to mm -hmm. the team. Right. And you know, you look at the advent of again, I'll go back to the the child the, the kids of today. They are craving reality. They don't they don't seem to care about the production of things. So so that's where we're kinda having a lot of fun with the virtual side because we're you know, we're just going by the skin of our teeth here, not knowing half the stuff that we're doing, just kind of going as we go. But that is reality. You look at what why is why are the kids watching kids play games? That's what they're spending a lot of time on watching a kid play a game. And th these are sponsored like crazy. So we can kind of combine everything, I think, that our old school ways with our new school ways, just in a, in a better way that is more connected. And right? I mean, we can, we are sponsored by Bidalgo and VO Network and VO mm. Atlanta. And, you know, we've Those got these phenomenal it. sponsors who actually invest in the idea, one would hope, uh, of promotional teaming. Yeah. Because if they're supporting the VA, then the VAs recognize that and then support them. It should be a give and take. But we, because we've become so singular, we forget, I feel that we've forgotten that. That it's like speaking with you now, Jim. Mm. I mean, this is an outreach of expression. And, you know, kudos to you um, and the hydrant for doing such. It's an incredible thing to keep communication alive where people can tune in, check in and go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm not alone. It's 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 we are you're providing a service. And that's what Deb and I do. And I feel that's what every voice actor does as well. We provide a service, but if we sit alone and don't ignite it, then guess what happens? Nada. Right. And I think when, when Ellie and I met, we, we both realized we're very giving souls. Like we just love to give. And so Get Mike came as a, as a birthing of that. We just, like I watch Ellie and she'll go hours over her session sometimes because she just doesn't know how to stop giving. And I'm a little more time efficient than that. However, I'm in the same vein. Like You're what the same, shut up. We really are. Like, what can we do to give? And so, so we, we felt that this was something to give, not something to take. And so that, that's important to us through the Get Mike Company, period. Right. Something about giving, even though we're teaching workshops and we're doing demos and things like that. It's, it's a giving nature of us 
to to leave our legacy behind as well and what we want the world. And it's like we're so ridiculous that we create free work for ourselves. So it's like, oh my God, he's so good. We yeah. have to give him something. She's, ah, uh, we've got to go. Let's give them a demo. Oh, but we don't have a technician who will do it for free. Oh, oh yeah. Well, we can find so-and-so. Yeah, I mean, it's just ridiculous. We gave away $500 worth of free stuff to every single person who auditioned. It was $700. It was crazy. 700. There you go. So it was just a win-win for anybody that did audition. And we charged everybody a, a nominal fee to enter. But the only reason we did that was to try and pay for production. We need to be able to and go a little further with it as we grow. Right? Hey, you, you, it's got expenses. I mean, you can't do all uh, this shit for free. I and mean, we have I, been. I, yeah. I know we want everybody to know that we really have been. And it's literally, especially this year, eight months of our life dedicated to this project and not paid. And so we don't need to be doing that. We're both very established artists and can mm. be doing our own thing. But we love what we see. We love the 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 camaraderie we see in the talent and they appreciate it. And we know that. And that warms our hearts. Two thoughts popped in my head. One, and, and I'm going to do this one first because the second one's going to create all sorts of conversation. I won't get a word in edgewise. Um, <laughs> it, <laughs> I love you, Jim. <laughs> I love you too, dear. <laughs> one of the things that popped in my head that as this grows and grows and grows and grows, and you've got so many great talent that is just you know you guys are exposed to with through this and it's just hundreds and hundreds and i thought about well you know they did kind of a like a a live radio drama show at mavo could we take that idea and and expand that further and do like a radio drama series with different people from that are a part of this deal. Well, funny you should say that, Jim, because the script that I wrote for the, the mm. Halloween Howl, which we weren't going to do, actually had old school radio show in it. I actually adapted in my mind an old school radio show because that's where we all started. Don't forget, voice came first, not television. Everybody right, sat right. around the radios and listened to stories back yeah. in the old days. Let's talk about the old days. There was no television. There was no screens. There was no nothing. There was voice. Yeah. That's what started this whole Kajingi going. And Kajingi. Um, <laughs> I, I, I feel that we have to go back there. Where everybody and I think, I think that, there. I think, Jim, that you brought up a, actually a really good point, which actually some of our our contestants, uh, whether they are participants, period, have brought up to us is they want an alumni. They want to get together. They want a reunion. They've created a family. Right. There's yeah. the UBOS family now. So I 100% agree with that. There is some things we're going to do with this. I I work with Ellie. How, what choice do I have? There's going to be things that are going to come out of this that I think is going to be incredible. And we have already talked about things that we are going to be producing in the future, and it will involve the UBOS team. How much thought, if any, have you given to passing the torch? I don't. Okay. I don't think like that. Deb goes, I'm not doing it. And she said that for three years in a row. She says it every year and she does it, which is just a joke to me because it makes me laugh because I go, well, who's going to do it? Who's going right. to do it? Who is going to do it? Nobody's going to do it because nobody's that crazy. No, It's one literally crazy making. It's insane making, but when it's all said and done, you forget. It's like getting the job. You work and you work and you work to do this thing and create a show uh, in my life, you know, theater, whatever that pays nothing. And I put in hours and hours and I go and I get paid nothing. 
I get paid in a minute on in voiceover more than I get paid in a week of theater. And you forget and you go, who's going to pass the torch? I can't do it because I've got a Jesus complex. I think my therapist is always saying, stop, give, okay. You cannot save everybody. Stop doing it. Stop yeah. doing it. You've got the, I keep you know, talking to her about I keep talking to her about retirement because Ellie Ellie and I, I think are some of the hardest working people in the in in our world anyway, at least from what I've seen. And and you know, I think for for both of us we should be looking towards retirement. We are supposed to be passing a torch, but we're also both so passionate that if you don't have our same drive and passion, there it's is no to torch to pass. Yeah, it's and, tough to do. and I'm gonna say this and this is probably gonna offend it, and I'm not ageist guys. I'm, I'm not. I think ageism is a crazy, stupid thing. I'm like a four-year-old. Like, look at me. What's happening here? But anyway, uh, you know, I just find that the younger generation, because they're so disconnected, don't work as hard. And that's not, they rely on technology. They don't rely on their, their own brain, which is why we're in different, you know, the millennials and the Gen Xers and the Ys and the Ws, whatever they're called. The I'm buttons. a baby boomer, right? I'm a boomer. I work my ass to the elbow. Like I don't give up. And Deb is of the same ilk. We work really hard. And I find that the younger generation is like, for the most part, there are, we drag Section some kicking and screaming going, what the hell? That's insane. I'm not doing it. But for the most part, it's like, I'm not doing that. You would take that over. Yeah. I'm not, I would take it over. It's, it's to them an insanity when it can be done digitally. Yeah. And lots of people are doing voice competitions. We're seeing that everywhere now, conventions, uh, all sorts of things online, but not to the extent where they're going through the live shows as well. So it becomes in person at the convention or this. So this right. becomes literally a, a TV production. It's and, literally and a production. And you know exactly. that. Exactly. And for, for me, because Get Mike will, you know, live in, on in eternity. It's not that that's ever going to go away. Right. I mean, I'm, I'll be, you know, 180 still going, I think where's my hearing aid? Like, you and know, I'll be, I, fuck you, Allie. I can't do it. You sound me. Like, so we've got to, what, what, I mean, it Let me literally is. get my teeth is, in and I'll help you out here. Exactly. Bit. Where's my teeth and my glasses? I can't right. see. We've got to, like, I've got, I, we, we sit there and go, cruises? awards nights we've got so many things to celebrate the community to celebrate the community because i don't want ai to take over yes i don't want to become the thing that is an old school forgotten thing like the radio times when we sat around the radio and listened to radio dramas i don't want that to happen and i don't think it will happen if we keep the torch alive and that's what we're going to do as much as we can. You betcha, baby. You two have created this thing that you write is is going to be a legacy. I mean, everyone's going to remember it. It's not going to go yeah. anywhere. No. Um, and I'm sure, and I can put myself in this category, that there's a ton of people out there who would just line up to say, what can I do for you guys? And we'll take you. But, you know, to to get off your Jesus complex, you have to be able to say yes 
do this for me. Here's, here's the problem with it, though. We have no problem delegating tasks to people. The problem is finding people impassioned enough right. to actually want to do work the as hard as we are. They, they're, they're, uh, we've had a lot of people, especially this year, was a real eye-opener for me. I had a few assistants that we ended up going through, and they had the initial drive, absolutely. But then when they saw how much work it is, they're like going. And, and, and I'm thinking, Ellie and I did this by ourselves, especially yeah. the first year, 100% by ourselves. And as much as we went kicking and screaming sometimes, we still made sure that there was follow through. And we didn't see that. Our team right now, amazing. They are actually hard workers. We Love found you, a really good team that is actually able to um, finish the task. Who's yeah. on? Who's on the team? Oh my god! Okay. okay, so I'll do my best here. Um, I'll we help. have we have Jade Ball and Zach Hendricks on the OBS, and we have a and Rachel Z. Uh, she's also on the OBS team. We have Jindra, uh, which is uh, our production coordinator, production. who. Really takes a lot of, of stuff on. We have the art department, which is Trudy Suix. <laughs> um, we have we have video department, which is uh, Jamel Berger. We have closing credits who have put in the contest site. They created the contest site for us that way. They've also offered us some of the video production and stuff that we have there. Uh, you have us, obviously. We have um, Joanne. No, it's Trudy Sue Hicks. Remember, it's Trudy Sue Hicks. That's who. That's who she is. Oh, so Trudy there's Sue. A reason right. for that. So there's a reason for that. That's Trudy Sue Hicks. Um, we also have. I, I, I know all these names. Hang on. We have an animation team this animation year. Animation team. Yeah. I haven't seen yet. So we've got uh, Dalila and uh, Sean and. Uh, Kyla, all on the animation team. Mr. Mike, of course, who no one gets to know, but he is our ever stage so manager, Michelle Jelly. Our stage manager, Michelle. Uh, Michelle. There's a whole bunch of behind scenes that I'm probably forgetting right now. Oh, oh Roman Barry does our sound. Uh, it, just, it just goes on and on we and have on. People that are setting up our Twitch stream and setting up our like, and then dealing with the OBS shit. That we just don't even know. Or okay, understand. so this is the reason I wanted you to name names because this shows everyone name that names that one. It takes a it takes a, team. a village. A village to do we're something gonna be showing like this. that, Jim, because we're going to show what 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 we're both very focused on is the behind scenes and Not our sponsors. Who are also and then, of course, our crazy. sponsors. Three hundred thousand dollars in prizes we we got through wow. our sponsors, and I'm watching paid shows on the air that have a hundred thousand dollar grand prize yeah. in prizes. We have three hundred thousand, and and we'll repeat every single contestant got $700 in prizes just for entry. Almost 2000 Real quick, because we're running out of time. Yes. Talk about the finale in Atlanta, date, time, that yes. kind of thing. So grand finale is March 23rd, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, which is a Thursday. All our other shows are on Wednesdays. Uh, I think when this airs, those shows are done. But just because they're done doesn't mean you shouldn't go watch them. I believe this is one of the best free educations on the internet. Absolutely. Period. And uh, we had one of our contestants, Ellie, assigned them to watch some auditions for homework. She came back to me and she goes, uh, yeah, I watched five and I was done. So everybody should be watching those auditions, the initial auditions, the shows themselves. It is free education. It's not about promoting us. It's actually extremely educational. I found that the first year. I'm like, oh, I didn't know this was the trend this year, learning new things. Oh, I didn't realize I could do this. Like there's so much permission slips that are given throughout. So March 23rd is once we've gone through the commercial episode, the narration episode, and the animation episode, we choose one winner from each of those. They get an all-expense-paid trip to uh, Atlanta. 
Atlanta. They get their free convention pass, their flight, their hotel covered. And then they perform for us live in front of 12 judges, which is just insane. And then we pick one winner from that for the master grand prize. And that will all be aired as well online virtually. But, you know, where where can people see that? Everything is going to be on our twitch.tv slash get miked as well as our Facebook. We're going to try and get back on YouTube. It didn't work last week. So we're going to try again on our YouTube channel as well. But we're trying to put it on as many channels as we can. We want to grow the numbers so that people can see, our sponsors can see how much devotion there is to this. So that gives them initiative to want to still support this. And the whole goal in the beginning when we reached out to sponsors was, listen, we want to do something to give back. And they, they all did. And they did. I've got to go. Okay, so as Thank you exactly both what for Deb doing just this. said, I just want to say before we leave, All the technical stuff is technical stuff. You can find out, use the tech, Google anything, go onto our website. Everything is known there. Getmike.com, info at getmike.com. You can always send out uh, an email to us. We will respond. As Deb said, there's various platforms, but ultimately, guys, the tech of all of this that we're talking about, the technical jargon of it is secondary to the heart with which we offer to you as the Get Mike team, UVOS, take three, at VO Atlanta, and you can check that out and it's come so and experience, like Deb said, the magic. It, this is the team. This is all of you. This is every single voice actor that wants to get there and be a part of this. You are when you partake in the show because, is it, as Deb said, it is an incredible training vehicle, and hopefully we are giving you the best of yourselves reflected back um, so that you will feel empowered to do the same. Come to VO Atlanta. Come and experience the wonder. It's fun. And if not, if you can't make it, do check in for the finale. I promise you it is a ride of a lifetime and it will inspire you as uh, you have all done today. Everyone who's watching for Deb and I and Jim, thank you so much. And I really appreciate all of you so much. I'll see you at the mic. Thank you guys for doing this. Thank you for watching and we'll see you on the hydrant next time. Hydrant! <laughs> okay. Love you. Bye. Bye. I love you, Jim. Love you're you too, you're my mad dog. You made it through yet another episode of The Hydrant. Well done. Big thanks to Allison Steele for episode announcing. For outstanding VO coaching and voice acting services, visit allisonsteele.com. That's Allison with a Y and Steele with no E at the end. And no, she is not the Nightbird. This episode was mixed and mastered by Roman Barry at Voices and Sound Studios. Visit Voices and Sound at VoicesAndSound.com and ask to see Roman's Aquarium. Shoot me an email with any comments, questions, or worthwhile recipes at BigDog at JimCooperVO.com. Next week, the steady stream of outstanding guests continue as the pack reconvenes at The Hydrant. Thank you for hanging out with us, and be sure to join us next week for more fun and foolishness 